Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of Peace Talks. I'm so happy to be here again today with the amazing Simone. She's gonna connect shortly. Today we bring a very interesting topic. I think this has been one of the hottest topics we've had since 2020 and that's um and that's covid so we're going to talk about how regulations and how all of these are undermining our freedoms and we're going to talk a bit about the experience in different countries and also our own personal experience while traveling so simon is already here i'm gonna put her in i'm here out in the woods i don't know if you a few. Hi. Hi, Tom. How are you? Good. How, How are you? Amazing. B- bit of a slow day, apparently, here on Instagram, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we still have fun. We, we still have fun talking, and I'm sure everyone watching this video later, either here on Instagram TV or on YouTube, will be happy to hear everything we have to say today. Thank you so much to those of you who are just connecting. Well, welcome, Simon. Welcome. So nice to see you. Gracias. Always good to see your pretty face. <laughs> I see so Denny today... hasn't joined us. That's nice. Nice. So just taking a little bit of the topic that we're going to discuss today, and that's how COVID regulations uh, might be or are undermining our, uh, our personal freedoms mm. uh, from different approaches. And we were, we were talking about this with you last week. On, on one of our calls. Hola, Rudy. And because you were asking me about my experience traveling, coming to the U.S. from Colombia, like the things that I had to do, what it was like in Colombia. And then we find out like things are very different. And uh, you're from Canada, so you also know things are a bit different. But you've been in the U.S. in Hawaii for quite quite a time. So mm-hmm. so what is it like? What do you think? Are, are COVID regulations undermining our personal freedoms? Yes or no? <laughs> I would say to an extent, yes. And what I find the most fascinating thing is that you can be in the same country. So I've been living in Hawaii for quite some time. I'm, uh, I work for a law firm that has offices in Arizona as well as Hawaii. I've traveled to California for my birthday. I've been to South Dakota for Freedom Fest. So I have managed to go to different states and it is night and day. It's absolutely incredible like in south dakota covid didn't even happen let alone still exist they're like if you wear a mask they will just you know everyone's packing some heat with their guns like you just don't it's (laughs) it's as though not only does it not exist but it never happened so there are the (laughs) those lines where nobody wears masks they're having huge events whether they're outdoors or whatever like tens of thousands of people in stadiums um it's just it just boggles my mind that you know we can have such discrepancies and differences in the same country um now hawaii is one that is still quite i I would say along the other end of regulation so Mm -hmm. um you know we've had mandates for quite some time we're just starting to open up i think it's actually today strangely Um, It's today, November 3rd, that Hawaii has finally said, um, I believe it's for vaccinated, I think it's for vaccinated international travelers as well. I believe we're welcoming welcoming them back. And as I say it, 
I feel like, please don't quote me. I'll have to like triple check with the, with the data. I know that today is a day where they're welcoming some sort of individuals. Um, but then if it's just for people who are vaccinated, you know, where, where does that line cross? Does it apply to children? Now they've approved certain vaccines for children aged five to seven. And I know that's another area where a lot of people are pushing back. They say, okay, mm -hmm. maybe me as an adult, maybe I'll get the vaccine for whatever, whatever, whatever. But my children, you know, my children and my five-year-old, we don't have the research yet. We don't know how this is going to affect their lives, their bodies, their fertility, or any of these other things. So even though I'm not a parent yet, I understand. I can, I can, I can, um, you know, empathize with the parents who are like, I don't know if I want to inject my kids with this. I don't know if there's enough uh, information that's available. I just got off of a call where, you know, there was myself and one woman from Australia and a gentleman from the United States, the mainland. And we started bringing up the topic of uh, the vaccinations and people losing their jobs when they're, when they, yeah. when they choose not to get it, if they can't mm -hmm. show that they've been vaccinated they, they lose their job entirely. And so, you know, that is something that's happening in Australia right now. I know that's happening in many other places in the world right now. And, you know, they were on very opposite ends of the spectrum. And I feel like, again, as the Canadian, which is the Switzerland of the rest of the world, the Switzerland of North America, if you will. <laughs> and I'm kind of there and I'm like, I see his point. I see her point. Um, so I don't know what the answer is, but you know, I guess when we always bring it back down to the principle, you know, should people have the choice to do their own research and choose for themselves what they want to do with their own property, their bodies? Yes, mm -hmm. they should have the choice to choose, right? Now, as long as they're not posing an imminent or unnecessary risk to others. True. Now, I think that's where we're not exactly clear. Some mm -hmm. things say that yes, and some things say no. And I think this gentleman said, well, if you're vaccinated, you will, you spread it less. And I was like, do you though? Because if you're, <laughs> if you're vaccinated, you can still get COVID, mm -hmm. but to COVID, a lesser yeah. degree, I think is mm -hmm. the general it consensus is that yeah. it may not kill you. You may not have to go, you may not have to be intubated, hospitalized you won't be as much of a drain on the medical system. Um, but the spreading, the ability to be a spreader, a super spreader, um, that part, I was like, I don't know if that is an accurate statement. I think we as humans that breathe and, um, you know, I think we have the ability with to- other humans, yeah. Like, yeah, I think we all have equal spread, ability. To spread any disease up to any extent. What I actually thing. like about, yeah, like I remember I used to do hot yoga and sometimes people would come and they're sniffling, they clearly have a cold and they still come and we're all sharing this hot air and breathing. And I'm just like, yeah. this mother, like, really? <laughs> you know, you're sick. You know, you're sick and you know, you're spreading those germs to us, but mm -hmm. we didn't really think anything of it. So I think it's, yeah. you know, we've gotten to a point where a lot more people are washing their hands hopefully, ojalá, yeah, and a lot more people are aware, like, if I go out and I sneeze or I cough, 
everyone's going to kind of look at you a totally. funny way, right? Uh -huh. So Definitely. I would say that's a good thing. What has been your experience, Maria? Well, I think it's been... <laughs> so we live in a complete different world after January 2020 with all of these COVID regulations. Like, And now I feel we're on the post-COVID reality. And, and if we think before all of this happened, we live in a very different world. Like, I feel things were much simpler exactly for what you're saying because we didn't have, we've always had this gray area and I think that's where the principle is very, it's, it's amazing to apply. But then, but then we have these issues that are also like a moral responsibility. So with COVID, I feel that not only governments, but sometimes people that want to control other people because they want to feel in power um, are using the COVID agenda in order to shame others. And, and now we live in the post-COVID era again, and now we have uh, vaccines and we have like a, a wide range of vaccines and you can get the vaccines uh, very easily. But now it's become the way to control us and the way to control society and the way to control how people, how individuals are behaving. It's not through, oh, t uh, yeah, well, through a lot of tools, but I, now I feel that COVID, it's very on our face and it's very clear how they're doing it because it's it's not only something that they're doing through regulations and mandates but it's also something that that we have let ourselves get brainwashed into shaming others to say hey you didn't get the vaccine so i'm gonna be mad at you and i'm not i'm not gonna be your friend anymore and i want i want nothing to do with you and and i feel that's also undermining peace in general because oh, it's giving 1, it's given ammunition it's given ammunition to family, to relationships, to to fight over things that, yeah, this is relevant. And yeah, people have died and people are dying for COVID and we could all potentially die, but we can also die for many other reasons every day. And that's, and that's not enough to, I feel, to shame others and to, to be like, you know, and, mm. and that's, and that's just, and to me, that's, that's very sad. And at least in my experience in Colombia, um, the mandates, the regulations, depending on the city during, depending on the city that you were in and during the quarantine, they were very strict. I remember the first months of the quarantine that we thought that the world had ended, that we were going to live in the Hunger Games, that it was the apocalypse and so on, that you have to go to the grocery shop and you didn't know if you were going to get back. Like, it was insane. And right now, like, we're back here and... Uh, and it's like, okay, it's a new reality. We're in a new world. And I feel that sometimes when we stay in the same city, we don't feel the change as much because we all have those extreme quarantines. So things have started to loosen up in many, in many cities. But then when you switch the cities, as you were saying, as you travel and you're like, wow, they have a complete different reality here. Right? What you were saying and what's really saying here, here about that in Houston with the mask and so on, it's like COVID never happened. And it's like, oh, nice. Uh, like, I have to wear a mask or be shamed on the streets because I'm not wearing a mask, which sometimes happen in, in Colombia. Like people will look at you, especially in Bogota, people will look at you weird if you are not wearing a mask on the street, which to this point doesn't make sense. Uh, many people in Colombia, Although we're on the schedule and I, I personally got uh, the vaccine because I wanted to travel and I didn't want to have any issues with traveling. Um, some people are choosing not to have the vaccine, but the government is not is not asking restaurants or bars or places to ask for the vaccine in order for you to do, do to do stuff. Um, this is in Colombia. 
this is in Colombia. Yeah, this is okay. in Colombia. And then I came here and I was in DC and I was in New York and uh, I was also speaking with a friend in Seattle uh, before coming here. And I heard he was very upset over over the vaccine mandates. And he was very upset, like, no, they're forcing me to get the vaccine, la, la, la. And I was like, I mean, just just get it or don't get it. That's fine. I mean, just find then another place to live. That's, I mean if that's triggering you so much. Uh, but then I came here and I realized, like I saw the reality he was in, and it's that if you want to do anything fun, let's call it fun, uh, you do have to get the vaccine, uh, at least in DC, uh, New York City. Um, and you feel the tension, you know, you feel the tension. But also it's like, who's, who's watching over these regulations? Because um, we, we did the test with, with a friend, she's also from Colombia. In Colombia, they give you this a paper, a vaccination card, but they also register you on the on the databases. So you have like the digital one with the QR code, and if they check, you're on the database. Da, da, da. But you also have the paper one. So when we were to the places, we show the paper one, and they will let us in. They wouldn't check anything. And this, I don't have it here, but that car looks like a five-year-old made it. Simon, <laughs> I, I, I think it. I think I think you saw it, right? And it's like, and they don't check, and it's like. I'm not, don't do this at home, please. I'm not saying that you guys should do this, but all I'm saying is these regulations, and, and that's the thing, when, when government starts putting these type of regulations, uh, I, I can see the face on the, way, on the waiters and on the people on the bars and the clubs and so on. Uh, they don't want to have something extra, extra to do by checking your vaccination card. They just want to mm. like sell and they just want to have their businesses open. So it's, it's a pretty, it's, it's pretty insane right now. I'm in Santa Cruz in California and at least here in Santa Cruz, things are very laid back. People are not wearing a mask. They're not uh, asking you to wear a mask uh, to be on a restaurant and so on. But I'm, he I'm hearing that in San Francisco, things are very different as much as in LA. I'll be there soon. So I'll, I'll report back to you guys. But that's the thing when you switch, countries and what you're saying even inside the u.s because you're uh, you're a federal state um things can change from state to state as in colombia it's a bit different because we're a, a republic so everything kind of like it's the same in every city but it's insane how you pretty much feel in a different reality like you're, you're living in a different world and i feel mm. that those differences uh also impact the way we interact with other human beings and the result of building a, a peaceful world, you know, because if you see someone different than you, you might feel threatened, but also if you know like other oh, different people, there are different realities and what I'm living is not the truth, like the whole truth of, of something. And uh, again, what you were saying, it's not about like, if like the, the thing here in the US with the vaccine, I feel it has gonna be a bit extreme because now to enter, you have to get, a, uh, you have to be vaccinated. Uh, but I was reading that they might even ask if you want to leave the country, you have to be vaccinated as a citizen. Wow. But I, I don't know about that. Like I, I saw a headline like that. I don't know if that was a click bite. I didn't have time to go through it, but it could go yeah. to that extent. It could go to that extent. Wow. And that's when I'm saying it's another way to control borders and it's another way to control humans voting with their feet when they're not happy mm. with the situation. You well, see? I've never heard that, um, you know, having people be vaccinated in order to leave. I feel like that's going to create a lot of chaos because now they're limiting your actual freedom 
to go and say, you know what, I don't like what this government is doing here. And then the argument could be, well, you don't like it, leave. And now they're saying, you can't go. <laughs> you can't go. <laughs> you yeah, that's the okay. vaccine. That's, okay. that's yeah. very scary Rudy, to me. Ru Rudy Rico is asking, uh, where in Hawaii are you? Oh, I am in Honolulu. Honolulu. Yes. Yeah, totally. But it could go it could go to that extent. And I feel nowadays we can die every day, every day. We can die out of mm. anything, anything. It could be anything. And mm. and I feel that COVID has is is not because it's a it's the worst threat that we had as a humankind, but it is a really good excuse for governments to to keep pushing what they want to push and to maintain people under under um under control mm. i almost and i feel like this is not going to be a popular statement okay. but <laughs> i feel yeah i feel like um before covid it used to be politics so you could have family you know thanksgiving dinner ruined because half of your family is mm -hmm. a democrat half of your family's republican especially when there was other people you know, in power, and it was very, people were, were very opposed, where they'd literally say, yeah. I'm not friends with you anymore. You are no longer considered my family because of how you voted or how mm -hmm. you feel politically. Yeah. And then I don't know if you saw this, but I feel like that was kind of dissipating a little bit. It wasn't as, you know, black or white. People were kind of in the gray or they just didn't care as much. You know, politics wasn't as much of a thing that could really just tear families apart mm -hmm. and, you know, cause people not to be friends, colleagues not to like each other. And so they were like, guys, we need something. We need something to divide these people. Otherwise they're going to realize how much power they have. What are we going to do? And then, so this whole thing with the, you know, the vaccines and the mandates and the masks and the shutdowns and all of this stuff, I feel like is the new government it's 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 what has the ability to be like oh my gosh you didn't get vaccinated or oh my gosh you got vaccinated you're so impure now yeah. and just like uh. right so people are so on the extreme of this matter and you know i find it it it, it saddens me a little bit it saddens me that we can't mm -hmm. just allow people to have their choice and respect their decision for whatever reason, you know, and I think mm -hmm. I, we discussed this in a previous episode where I said a good friend of mine, we do not, we do not see eye to eye politically, but mm -hmm. I care about her so much and we have such a good time. We have so much fun. Why should I not be friends with her? And even people were like, you shouldn't be friends with her because she believes in this. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, that is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Is ridiculous. And it is. And I think that's, that's the point. Like, the reasonable people of the world need to get together. And I think this is exactly the point. They're trying to portray. And usually it's like, in Colombia, it was the same. Like the division between, oh, you voted for this or you support this. or you're not invited to my house anymore. Or, you're not my brother anymore. Or, or things like that that are so extreme. And it's like politicians don't even care that you're mm. that passionate about any of them. They don't mm. care. Um, and I think that's when the trio principle and the, that's what to me personally appealed me about live and let live and to have a real global peace movement. Cause, cause sometimes you see this 
let's I don't, I don't know how to call them in, in English but you have try in Spanish let's see if no, I can no, no. <laughs> these other peace movements other peace movements that usually okay. come from the from the right like the like the human uh, animal rights and, and all of this stuff and and it's like you're you're bringing more division because it's like you don't think like me so you don't get to be my friend or you don't get to be someone that I respect because you don't think like me And that's just so insane. That makes no sense to me. And with Live and Let Live, we have one simple principle. If we don't see eye to eye to morals or the values, doesn't matter. Because we mm. do still have a tool to, to live peacefully. And that's the non-aggression principle. And, uh, and I feel that, uh, again, bringing it back to the vaccination, because, again, this is a question that Mark, Mark gets asked every time that he's on, on an interview. I'm sure if, if you go to our YouTube channel and go to the interviews or to the Peace Radical podcast, you'll see how much we've asked this question uh, to Mark. Like it's vaccination, um, that, that, that vaccination is required uh, violating the non-aggression principle. Um, and, that, and he's like, that poses different, I mean, different perspectives. And, and it, it's a topic that we still have to, talk more about and everyone who's connected everyone who's watching we want to hear your opinion we want to hear what's what's like in your countries um because i feel the mandates i do feel that personally that the mandates are getting a little bit out of hand and and sometimes i can potentially threaten uh peace and liberty in general hmm. so I you're looking confused you... we have a bunch of comments but Yeah, that's what I'm trying to. And says you nail it. Spark the power, Simon. Yes, yeah, Simon. <laughs> yeah, you nail it every time. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm Maria Alejandra, and this right here is Simon. For those of you who are new here, for those of you who are starting to to follow us. Um, oh yeah, I guess we yeah, never so say our names. <laughs> yeah, like we're like, oh yeah, I'm Lima. I'm 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 just Lima. Let live some other random person that is doing live on Instagram. But, but yeah, well, I do want to address what Rudy Rico has said. Um, he said we don't abide here in Texas. We have too many guns. Oh, already. And to oh, we don't let someone tell us what to do, and we don't want liberals as friends. Okay, I agree with the that you have a lot of guns and so you don't want people to tell you what to do. Um, but, you know, I think that when it comes to politics, and this is just my opinion, this is, you know, Simone's opinion, that there's so many different facets and topics within one overarching political party mm -hmm. or one, right? There's so many different things that we don't even have enough time. I don't even have a watch, but I'm pointing as though We don't even have time to go into every single topic. And what I will say is even if you may sway towards a certain political party or a politician, there is a 0% chance that he is going to be on point and you're going to say yes, yes, yes to every single topic, every single platform, every single subject that that one politician has to say. So what I'm trying to say is that if somebody believes that there are this, And I, I don't like to really put a name on anything. I, I hate people trying to put me into a box. But if somebody believes they're this, a D, someone believes they're an R, or whatever in between, I don't really care. I don't really care what you state you are or what that means to you because I don't think that's the only thing that defines you as a human being. I want your, your actions to speak 
And is this a type of human being that I want to be friends with at the end of the day? Like we don't have, like also keep in mind that certain subjects, like what do we think about social security and paying out to like people have worked their whole lives and contributed to something their whole lives. But if we're young and they're old and it's going to be the older people who have contributed for years and decades, and now they're going to be paid out for all their hard work, but I'm young and I don't care because I haven't contributed anything. Obviously we may not see eye to eye, but that doesn't mean that we have to hate each other. That doesn't mean that we are necessarily on opposing sides at all, because when I'm older, I'm going to want that social security because I'm going to say, Hey, I paid into that. Right. Or, um, if they're offering incentives and they want to increase the child support, but I don't have children right now. I'm going to say, well, why am I going to spend all this money and pay extra taxes? Because all of you guys have children and I don't. Right. So I may, I may not disagree with the overarching role, but for right now, where I am in my life, it not, it may not um, apply to me as much. And that doesn't mean that you're wrong because you believe that because maybe you have kids or maybe because you're older or because of this or that, because I may be there one day. And again, I don't even know if this makes sense, but at the end of the day, I just want to say, who is Mariale? Who is Maria? Do I like her as a human being? Do I think her actions are speaking in a way that I'm like, yeah, she's a cool person. I like what she's up to. She seems like a good human being. I would like to be friends with her. And it doesn't matter about all the specifics to me. I know that yeah. other people don't feel that way. I, and I, and I, love, I, I love the point that you're making because at the end of the day, it comes down to that. Um, action speaks louder than words. And sometimes all of these people haven't had Maria Alejandra. <laughs> it's okay. Some people haven't had, haven't had the chance to learn something different. Because I have so many friends that went to different universities that have a different background than I did. And they don't know anything about the non-aggression principle. They don't know anything about libertarianism. They, they've only known about Keynes and Marx. And that's it because that's everything, everything that they've learned so far. So it's important to be open, to be open-minded. And, and what you're saying, hey, you're a good person. Like, and let's, let's uh, base uh, ourselves on actions rather than just words or a color or a state or a nationality or something. Because at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. What mm. matters is what you're doing to build a more peaceful world. And I think that's great about the non-aggression principle because if we can agree on that, if we can all agree on that, like the countries, like the communities can agree on that one principle, then we can just all be friends. I- I'm sorry if I'm being too optimistic and if I'm, I'm, if I'm bringing like a, a much lighter, um, like a different perspective, uh, but politics it's so uh, it's exhausting like I've, I've had the experience i've been inside campaigns um and it's exhausting and it gets you it gets you nowhere as uh, working in real projects helping real people that's what changes and i've had i had friends that are extremely radical like very radical um and i and i maintain my friendship with them and they started seeing what i was doing uh inside inside the network inside the network what i was doing to to live in a more free world, in a more peaceful world. And they were like, hey, you know what? I like what you're doing. I'm going to be down for that. And that's the way you change the world, one person at a time. And it's with your actions, not, not with, the, no, with the, the opposite, you know? And here, pineapple mm. kimchi. I, I love this handle, <laughs> pineapple kimchi. Glad to, he- glad to hear smart women getting tired of the radical brain, brain, brain dead feminist. Yeah, and, that, and that's the other thing. Sometimes we take... Sometimes we take the the issues and the and the positions to an extreme, 
And mm -hmm. we often forget that on the other side, there's a person and that maybe that person is reacting on a bad way because they're hurt and because they cannot mm -hmm. live at peace with themselves, you know, and that fighting over the vaccine or the mandates and so on might just be hiding something else. So it's always, I mean, if we want to live in a peaceful world, let's all please remember first that we have a human being in front of us. Mm. Let's start there. Okay. I think, and you, that's what I I think love. you hit yeah. something, you, you hit something really important too. It's like, you said that we can't begin to affect one other person or, but really we can't affect anybody if we don't work on ourselves first. Totally. Right. Yeah. So I think working on ourselves to make sure that we're not just projecting and making other people wrong is also really important. It's like, mm -hmm. what is the saying? Don't, those in um, glass houses shouldn't throw stones. It's like, check yourself yeah. before you throw, start throw the first, other people. Before you throw the first stone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. so. Yeah, and I, I think it, it I comes always, down to that. Mm, I always try to be aware and conscious of my, how I'm, you know, affecting other people and it may not always work a thousand percent, so, but, you know, I, I try to be aware of it in everything that I do as best I can. I mean, I'm only human, right? I'm never going to be all, able to We're do all, anything, all right? humans. Like, there's yeah. nothing else, you know? And it's okay to be wrong sometimes. And and we will, we will figure it out. But that's what I love about Live and Let Live. That gives us that ground, like that neutral point of, okay, those, like the non-aggression principle, that's it. That's it. But also to be a live and let liver, that implies that you live your life by a certain set of values. And many mm. of those values are open-minded, be reasonable, always seeking for the truth. And what I've seen on live and let livers in our network, in our members, in also in, in chapter leaders around all around the world, is that uh, they're always open to have a, a peaceful conversation and to say, and as even Mark says, he says that himself, hey let's let's discuss this and if i'm wrong i mean i can i can always change my point of view we're always changing or we're, we're always growing so and mm. i think that's that's the that's, i don't think everybody point. feels that way though i wish yeah. that everybody was as open-minded and tolerant and i think that is one thing that attracted both of us to this movement is that that willingness to say you know what i might be wrong and if i am prove it show me, give like, mm -hmm. you know, convince me that what I thought was true is no longer the case. And if that's mm -hmm. the case, then I'll change. I think that is incredibly mm -hmm. valuable as for a human being to be able to say, you know what, I, I, I acknowledge the fact that I might not have all the facts and that I might be wrong. And if someone is able to convince them that they're willing to change, that is huge. Like to me, that doesn't happen enough. Mm -hmm. I wish I would see more open discourse and saying, you know what, without just like everyone just being like, ah, you're wrong. I hate you. And just, you know, really people feeling safe to be able to discuss things openly. Mm -hmm. Cause I think that's, what's missing. We might say, okay, well, what is everybody else going to say? Okay. More people are on that side. Maybe I'm going to choose that one. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause we all want to feel this sense of community. We want to all feel accepted as human beings. I think that is, why organizations like you know the kkk and isis and gangs and everything are able to get these people who just really feel lost and they don't feel connected and they're searching they want community they want this this human connection 
to some other people and they say, okay, these people are willing to accept me into their fold. I'm going to be part of this group, part of this community, um, even it, though it may be something very radical. Um, you know, and I think I do want to mention the latest uh, Peace Radicals podcast that Mark and Andy did because they interviewed Dr. Zudi Jasser and they're, they're trying to uncover um, the idea behind radical Islam because live and let live is a non-denominational, like we don't care what religion, we don't care what political party, it doesn't matter. Just be a good human and don't aggress yeah. upon other people. Like, That's it. It's simple. It's so simple. It's so simple. But but it's I also want to add something. It's, it's so simple, but sometimes like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you heard this, that the, the least common sense is the common sense, you know? Mm. So sometimes that takes like perspective and saying, hey, let's all take a step back and rethink the way we're acting. But also, also regarding the non-aggression principle, something that I want to make uh, also clear here, um, that being a, a, a peace movement, the real global peace movement, is that the non-aggression principle also implies that if aggression is being, uh, it, it's happening, you you have the right, the total right to defend yourself or just oh, yes. to simply stand up and walk away. You know, we're not saying, hey, you have to stay and convince and like take on other people. Like, no, like if, if, you're, if your friend that doesn't agree or that does agree with the vaccine and the mandates, um, it's, it's being annoying and you don't feel comfortable, then just stand up and walk away. And that's what I said to many friends here in the U.S. who were having a hard time on their states and they had the chance, they had the ability to leave uh, to someplace else. And I told them, okay, if this is triggering you, why don't you go to a place that doesn't have this? And in your own country, you have that. You know, and sometimes mm. we choose just to stay to prove a point. And sometimes the aggression principle also implies, hey, like, this belongs to you you're not willing to listen, you're not willing to have an open conversation, you're not willing to discuss this peacefully and with facts, then um, I'm going to leave, I'm going to move on. And I think that's also mm -hmm. important to, uh, to keep in mind uh, when, when you're talking with someone in, about, about anything and if you want to be a live and let live, or, you know, you live and you let live. If they don't want, you know, if they don't want to listen, you just have to move on. Because know which battles sense. are worth fighting. Mm -hmm. totally yeah because totally. none of them not all of them will be worth the effort or time sometimes you know and I'm sure you've experienced this as well as I touch my hair to the person yeah, who doesn't yeah. like that we touch my hair <laughs> um, <laughs> you know sometimes people no matter what you say they already know they're against you mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what you say you could say the sky is blue today no you're no wrong. the sky is actually green but <laughs> <laughs> they, they just don't like your face or they don't like you or for whatever reason, they already know that they're against you. So is it worth it to really just, you know, you're like beating a dead horse at that time. Like you're not yeah. going to change their opinion. You're just going to get angry and frustrated yourself. So maybe it's just, okay, I respect, I respect your opinion and I'm out, you know? And I'm out and I'm out. Yeah. And I don't have to stay there listening yeah crazy because <laughs> yeah i've been there i've been there many times and and you have people that is very pushy and sometimes you have to choose civility that's another of mm. our values and to just be be a lady be a gentleman and keep keep, keep your way 
but but that's the way I feel that live and let livers do it. And sometimes it can be draining and it can be very 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 uh, difficult. So pineapple kimchi is asking any reactions to Dave Chappelle special. Funny you ask because actually uh, uh, Simone and I will record an episode. I think that's episode. This is episode six, so that have to be episode four. It's an it's an mm-hmm. on RGTV and it's also on YouTube. So you, after we finish this, you can go check that out. We talk about uh, Dave Chappelle special, and we also talk about the uh, Britney Spears case. Um, and I don't I don't understand this question. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I feel I feel that the the point of being against or pro someone again, like it's just it's just it's just a label. And mm. from the live and let live perspective, is first live. I mean, people want to be free. People want to be at peace. What's your biggest dream? Start a business, have a family, have a dog, travel the world. What's your dream? And what we've and what, what we've come to realize is that all the central power, the government, and so on sometimes stop people from fulfilling their dreams so it doesn't matter if you're from a red state from a blue state if you're black if you're white if you're this religion other religion we all have a dream that doesn't imply that we're going to have to aggress someone else Mm -hmm. and as long as we can agree on the non-aggression principle we can all move on and make this world a better place but that takes time and that and that takes a patient apparently a lot of patience yeah Yeah. So I do want to address again, Rudy is chiming in here. Uh, Well, then you get to the point that you are with us or against us. And I think the point that we're trying to make is that it's not really about that, at least for me, you know, Maria, you can speak for yourself. But to me, I don't want to have a you're either with me or you're against me. All live and let live is saying is that don't aggress against other people. And so if you're like, yes, I agree with that. Now, again, self-defense is absolutely within your power and you should be allowed to defend yourself. If somebody's aggressing against you and they're going to punch you and they pull a gun to your face and they're going to kill you, of course, you should be defending yourself. But if somebody is peacefully striving for their own happiness, doing their own thing, not posing any risk to you, not forcing you to do anything, but morally what they're doing or ethically what they're doing does not sit well with you. The live and let live movement is saying, I respect their ability to pursue their own happiness in any peaceful way they see fit. So if you can determine for yourself, whether that means that we're with you or against you or however you want to put it, you can do that. Um, But we don't see red versus blue, black versus white, this versus this, are you with me? Are you against me? We just subscribe to the principle. To the Don't principle. aggress against other yeah. people. Like that's, we're trying to make it simple because nobody, we're not all going to agree on what is morally and ethically right or mm-hmm. wrong. And we shouldn't have to, because if we're, I believe if we're all out there doing our own thing, just peacefully pursuing whatever brings us so much joy if we're so happy with our lives, we're not going to be so concerned with whether other people are doing exactly what we want them to do, what we think is morally or ethically right. We're not going to care because we're going to be so happy living our lives, pursuing what makes us happy. And so I'm not sure if I'm answering your question, but I think it's not really about you versus us, us versus them. If you don't see that, then you need to wake up. All right. And that's your opinion. See, this is me peacefully saying, 
you know, I'm trying to make the point of I'm just out here trying to find my own happiness. And that's okay if you don't see the same way. You don't have to stick around and watch this. That's within your right. See, this is a beautiful, beautiful world you live in. <laughs> You don't have to stick around and watch something if you don't agree with what we have to say. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you do stick around, listen to what we have to say, and at the end, think about it a little bit more. Things that make you go, hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Totally, yeah. Open-mindedness, that's, I think that's my favorite value from, from Live from Liv and that Live. But I, I feel, I feel we, we, we've gone a bit out of topic here. We have a bit of vaccine and and COVID mandates, but I I wanted to bring that uh, during during an interview that we did uh, on Contrapoder uh, that was on Spanish. So if you want to watch that, go to our YouTube channel as well. Um, We were now every conversation comes down to vaccine or no, like it's it's it okay? It's not okay. Um, And we were talking with Esteban, the host of of the program, and I was uh, giving him my my experience in New York and in Colombia, and he was was talking about his experience in in Florida. And I think he was saying that uh, in there, um, the restaurants cannot, they don't have a choice. They just have to let people in, even if they don't have the vaccine. And I feel that's the other side of the coin. On the, on the regulations and the mandates, you know? Because to me, that's still an aggression. Because what if a, a restaurant owner or they don't feel comfortable letting people in the restaurant if they're not vaccinated? That should be up to them to decide. And I forgot the name of the state and I left my notes inside of the house. But I know there's this, I, I'll, I'll put it in the comments, uh, that uh, in, in that state, they made it illegal for the government to decide whether or not uh, places should um, should ask for the vaccination card in order to let people in, and I think that's the mm-hmm. that's the better three L approach, like the leave and mm-hmm. let leave approach that I'll say we should take, and it's the government shouldn't decide. It's up to individuals. It's up to the communities. You know, it's mm-hmm. up to your your local community, and and that's what we're trying to promote that communities decide on these issues because. Sometimes the government and bureaucrats are not are not there to see the reality. Again, what we were saying earlier, like if you change uh, cities, it's another reality, it's another world. Um, right. It should be up to the communities who are on the place, who know what their issues are, and they know better how to how to solve them without aggressing anyone. And especially if you're a private business and you want to run your business in a certain way, and you say, "Yes, I'm okay with." unvaccinated, vaccinated, you know, I don't care who you are. You want to spend money in my establishment? I welcome you. I feel like that should be their right. I feel like that should be their right to do that. That's open commerce. You know, they're making the choice for themselves. Mm -hmm. The people who are choosing whether or not to be a patron of that establishment can also choose for themselves. Do I like what they're selling? Do I like Mm -hmm. their morals or whatever? I mean... I just don't like the idea of this one entity, overarching entity, thinking that they know everything and making decisions and just coming from a top-down level. Because, again, with, um, you know, whether you have children or not and you agree with, uh, you know, incentives or government for to if whether you have kids or not or Social Security for those who are on the, the precipice of retirement, we're all in different stages of our life. And while we may agree or not agree with certain things, depending on where we are in our 
personal stage in our life is what we're going to probably align with, right? Because mm-hmm. that's how it's going to affect us personally. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to businesses, it's like, you can choose, I think we each should have our choice. Do I want to let these people in as customers if they own the business? And as a customer, we can also choose, what are they about? Do I want to be a customer of theirs? End of story. It's like free choice. It should be free choice at the end of the day. And I don't think we have that enough we need more we need more free choice it comes down to that and free markets we only need to agree on the non-aggression principle and that's it communities are up to the side like to give give the power back to the people we've never had it like we've always lived in this crazy either feudalism or like the democracies or so on and it's like it's time for something better it's time for something new um mm. I think we can all agree to that statement that mm-hmm. if if COVID has taught us anything, it's that whether we like it or not, the entire world is connected. You know, we would see parts of this. Like I remember being in Korea and people were wearing face masks. This was, this was in 2017. So way before COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was in Seoul, I was doing comedy there and people would be wearing these face masks. And I was like, what's going on? Number one is sometimes they would wear face masks if they were sick because they didn't want to make anybody else sick, which I was just like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly that's a very collective tell, society tell that, mindset. Tell that to your yoga buddies. <laughs> exactly. But then also it was because there would be yellow dust that would fly in from China. So China is very industrious and they're mm-hmm. always all the factories. Mm-hmm. And so the pollution, depending on how the wind was blowing, would come into Korea and you couldn't see the air quality was very bad. So for us to be in whatever country we're in doing our thing, thinking that we're not affecting anyone else, it's just not true. And I think COVID has demonstrated that to everybody, to the whole world. Like we, our actions do affect everybody else. So that's why we just Mm -hmm. have to be a little bit more conscious, a little bit more aware of, what we're doing, not just because it's going to affect us and our, our immediate community, but it is going to affect the world at large. So, and it's also to be compassionate, you know, mm. to be aware and compassionate of other people. Like if we want to live in a peaceful world, we are all understand that we're in this together and making it, making it black or white. is not going to help. It's not going to help. Mm. Yeah. Again, I think the people who, can't seem to understand this point is because they have some conflict within themselves and if that is the case it's like i i was there oof oof people who knew me when (laughs) oh my goodness people who knew me when i was a teenager even in my 20s i was so angry because i hadn't dealt with you know I hadn't managed to resolve the trauma that I had experienced. I didn't know why I was so angry. And so I just lashed out at other people. And I really, I really, I really wanted to fight. Like I was just like trying it. You were angry, Ah! angry at the world. Of course. I was so angry and I thought I was so badass. And I was just like, I really just want to punch you in the face right now. Um, And it's, it's so funny to see that like me now I feel like I'm quite a different person person. yeah Mm -hmm. 
with that, you know, it takes time. We grow, we change, we evolve. That's what life is. It's like, I feel like life is a mix of the experiences that we experience. And then the process of seeing how do we deal with it? How do we overcome it? Do we become better? Do we let it take us captive for the rest of our lives? And that's why at this stage, you know, there are things that would start to come up and I'm like, oof, no, I'm, I don't wanna, I don't wanna deal with that. So I'm just gonna keep pushing it down, you know, just stay down there and be toxic to my body and to my brain and to my everything because I was not strong enough to deal with those things. And now as I get older, I realize if I don't deal with those toxic aspects of my life right now, I'll come back five years later, it's going to be the same thing. The thing hasn't changed. Even right? worse. Change even worse. Because you keep piling be up worse. stuff. You keep piling up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And uh, while, while you were uh, telling your experience, that story, um, I think one, one useful question that we can all ask ourselves if we're in that point, um, if we're trying to use COVID or political agendas or anything to, to just pick a fight, ask yourself, why are you so angry? Because it's probably mm. not because of COVID. It's probably not because of the vaccine. It's probably not because of blue or red states. Uh, there, there might be something else there. Uh, and, it, and it takes, it takes um, bravery to see beyond that and to take action. Again, it's about taking action. We can all write things and say stuff uh, about anything, but it's what are you doing to improve your life? And I think uh, you're an example of that. You've taken action to, to live at peace first with yourself. Because in that way, and it's can not always easy. Live peaceful. It's not, it's not easy. No, no, it's never easy. <laughs> Never. It's never easy. That's why not, not so many people do it. <laughs> but what I always remind myself is, you know, when I look back on my life, the things that I'm truly proud of are never the things that came easily. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's what kind of gives me the strength to keep going and keep working to resolve things that were very painful. And that may still mm -hmm. be quite painful, but We're never, you know, we're never going to be able to go back in time and make these things so that they never happened because that's going to change everything. Like mm -hmm. this, it's, we're no longer going to be the same people. So just accepting, hopefully even becoming smarter, better, stronger as a result of that, I think is actually quite a beautiful thing that we mm -hmm. should, at least I, I try to strive for myself is okay. How do I learn from that? How do I become better? How do I make sure I'm not living in the same loop of just repeating? Like whether that's with relationships. Oh, it's the same person that I'm going for. The same exact person. They look different. They're from different places. But they're the same exact person. <laughs> I have not learned that lesson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> totally, totally, yeah. okay, Trust me. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> the toxicity. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. So. And also being kind to ourselves. None of this stuff is mm. easy. Voluntary you know, kindness. Voluntary, voluntary kindness, kindness comes from, to from you. Yeah, to ourselves. You yeah. know, we can be really, really hard on ourselves. I don't know if that's like an Asian woman thing, but <laughs> oof. Like, it's, I, I'm very judgmental. It's real. It's real. Myself. It's real. It's very mm -hmm. real. And like, 
that's not the way to to heal you know if you want other people to have empathy then you have to give that to yourself too mm-hmm. so yeah i just my hope for the world is that we just start to heal and if we can heal more we can find peace because we will mm-hmm. be at peace Mm-hmm. Right. And I think there's a lot of people who are still stuck in their pain. And I feel for those people. I do. I do. I do. And I hope that they can find the strength to figure out what happened, like acknowledge it and not just hide it or push it back down. Say, okay, this happened. That was terrible. Now what? Now what? And work towards resolving it and knowing that, you know, whether you believe in any higher power or whatever. You're still here. After COVID happened, we're still here. We're still alive. After everything we've experienced in our lives, we're still here. We're still alive. That is something to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. And we've always overcome everything that's ever been thrown our way. So just know that this too shall pass. We're strong. We're still here. There are people who love and support you. Right? Totally. I love, I love what you're saying, and. If, if anyone listening to this like feels, okay, yeah, I don't know where to start. Well, I have good news for you. The best way to start is through our values, to believe and let live values. Um, they're very easy to follow and, and it's simple, you know, it's simple. We want to make the world a better place. So first we have to make our own world a better place. And again, I feel that the aspirational values of, of this movement um, are aligned exactly with that, with being a better human being, with being a good person. That's all, it's all, it's all that it takes. And, and yeah, well, it's, it's more than just COVID mandates and it's more than just COVID regulations. You see, there's always something more. It's, that's just the surface. That's just the surface. And from Live and Let Live, we also tell you, seek always for the truth and don't, yeah, just go for, further in everything that you're thinking and saying. Yeah. And I think it's funny because I think seeking the truth or discerning what's fact and what's not is becoming more difficult. Like we're so inundated with all of these, you know, clickbait and yeah, it's just bad. It's so much stuff. You wake up, you're like, oh my gosh, this barrage of just information. And I don't know what's right. I don't know what's right. And we don't know if the news is right. We don't know. It's exhausting. It's 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 so much to take on. And You know, I think that's something that I really appreciate about the fact that we have so many different communities around the world. Like, I like to get my information from the different chapters because they have no reason to lie. They have no, they have nothing to gain from, you know, leading all of us live and let livers in other areas of the world to believe something that's happening in their country. So I'm finding out stuff about what's happening in Italy, what's happening in all these different countries that I would have never, they're not going to show that on the news here in Hawaii, what's happening in Italy, what's, you know, so I like to get news from people who are in the, in that country Mm. that I know we share certain principles and values um, and to get kind of the real story. So I would, I would love to see, you know, and I know it doesn't sell from a traditional news standpoint because they just want to see like murder, death, war, famine, like all these things that you're like, Oh my God. Yeah. 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 I want to hear the story of like the kid who, um, you know, he went to a house trick or treating and there was no candy and he gave some of his candy back so other kids could have candy or like, 
you know, the, the little things where people are just kind mm. on their own volition because it's the right thing to do. And they felt like it was the right thing to do. And nobody's watching them. Nobody had a camera. Like those are the stories, which I don't really know how we would hear those stories, but you know what I mean? <laughs> that's what I want to hear. Just people being kind because that's what renews my faith in humanity yeah. again. I think we need that. It can and there's be too definitely, depressing yeah. otherwise. There's definitely more kindness and more uh, good people in the world than there's bad people. Otherwise, we wouldn't mm. be here. We'd still be like fighting in wars, like in war. Yeah, but we're here, and and I think that's that's a good that's a good indicator. And and we just have to stand up and start to speak up. And that's also something that we do here in Live and Let Live is like to say, hey, you know what? We're tired of the things of how things are going in the world and we're taking a stand, we're doing something about it because then we know, we know, I know for sure there, there are more of us. And yeah, we're just starting, but if anything of this is resonating with you, everything we've said so far, please reach out, send us a message, share this video, please, with your friends, with your family. Uh, there's more of us. We just have to take the chance of speaking up, you know, and mm. having the confidence to do so. And that's what we're here for support that so how can they find out more how can they find you and follow, follow us and leave leave and let live movement here uh, on instagram if you're watching this on youtube you are already on our youtube channel leave and let live and you can also visit leave and let live that org yeah org. Org. org thank you org yeah org <laughs> Or you, uh, or, or just send us a dm here on instagram or on youtube wherever you are we'll be happy to connect and you will very rarely see women like Maria asking you to slide on into those DMs. So take the opportunity, <laughs> take, guys. Take the chance. <laughs> take the opportunity. And also to all the girls who need more, like, other, we need other voices. We need much more diversity in the world. We're not alone. There's much more of us. So just reach out. Um, we're a peaceful world. So I assure you this is going to be a great place uh, to start. That's Ojalá. It. <laughs> Simon, I don't know if you have any final comments, any final quotes. We have questions, uh, we have questions throughout the whole life, so we're running out of time, so I don't, I don't want to try. Yeah, I was just going to say that if you guys want us to talk about a certain topic or you have somebody that you really want to see on this IG Live, just send us a little message and say, hey, you got to interview this person, you got to talk about this thing. Please let us know and uh, also go to www.liveandletlive.org dot org thank you uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah that way you can stay on top of everything that's happening so we're just grateful that you came to have this little talk with us and um, I guess until next Wednesday until next Wednesday Wednesday thank you so, so much to all of you who connected who are here with us and if you're watching this also, thank you so much. Remember to share this video of that person that you were, with that person that you were thinking the entire life. Okay, so share, share the video, share the love. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.